Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, what we're going to talk about is the courage that it takes to say no. And this has been coming up in a number of different conversations I'm having with our clients about how hard it is sometimes to say no and how much easier it is to say yes. So let's chat for a moment about what the difficulty of that is and why it's not a good idea to always be saying yes. And also just to appreciate that saying no takes courage. It's not always an easy thing to do. And I really have been appreciating that as I've been talking to clients where I'm like, well, can't you just not do that? Or can't you say no to this person? They're like, well, and just realize that's actually kind of a scary thing to do. And these are very, very successful people. So I find that kind of interesting, but it does take courage to say no. And as I talked about last year on the September 21st podcast about how to say no gracefully, knowing what to say, having the strategies, having the language, being able to buy yourself some time can really, really be helpful. Before we talk more about how to say no or when to say no, let's talk about some of the dangers of saying yes too much. And one of the things that I'm really, really aware of is that we tend to get very overcommitted if our only go-to answer is yes. We overcommit in terms of our clients. We overcommit in terms of our families. We overcommit in terms of our social commitments sometimes and just never having any time for ourselves. We overcommit in terms of taking on new projects that might be profitable in the short term, but in the long term actually do not serve your greater purpose, then we end up full. We end up with no free time. We end up with no time to think. We end up with no time for our pet projects that we're really passionate about. So there's a really, really big cost to always saying yes. And what I'm really suggesting or advocating here is that you pause before you say yes to anything and think through, okay, is this in fact in alignment with what my future goals are? Does it serve what we are already up to? In other words, if you've got 18 things on the plate, do you really want to add six more? Probably not, unless you have the capacity. Does it make sense in terms of how you want to be spending your time, your mental energy, and your team's time and their mental energy? Those are really important questions to ask. Being able to say, let me think about it, is a great strategy, is a great way to deal with that. One of the things we've been focusing on in Dan Sullivan's workshops at Strategy Coach lately has been about buying back your time. And I won't go into that whole exercise. It's pretty fabulous. However, why do we need to buy back our time? Because often we're overcommitted. And we're overcommitted because it's things we think we have to do, things we feel like we should do. We're just overcommitted. One of our other concepts in Strategic Coach really applies here, and we have a little saying that a mess is equal to an obligation without a commitment. So the formula is M equals O minus C. A mess is equal to an obligation without a commitment. And what I mean by an obligation, and you've probably had this, I know I certainly have, is that a client asks you to do something that's outside of what you really love to do, but you feel obligated, so you go, sure. I'll call your cousin, (laughs) take care of them. Sure, I'll do this for you. Sure, I'll get this done, you know, in a quarter of the time we normally do it. And as soon as they walk out of the door, you're like, oh, why did I do that? Because emotionally, you're not really committed to it. And that's really how we create messes. And one of our pieces of coaching at Strategic Coach is stop creating messes. (laughs) So that's where this fits in. And again, it's where we think we should do something. So if you have that word should popping up into your consciousness, please pay attention to it and think to myself, hmm, maybe I should pause for a moment. Maybe I should just wait before I immediately jump in and say yes. 
One of the strategies that I strongly, strongly recommend for helping yourself get clear on what to say yes to and what to say no to is to really focus in on your unique ability. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you're probably familiar at least a little bit with the concept. And our definition of unique ability are those things that you love to do and are best at. You know, if you love to do it and you're not really good at it, that's what we tend to call a hobby. That's not what we're referring to here. This is where you love to do it. You're great at it, as per what other people say, not just your own ego. It gives you energy. So at the end of the day, you're more energized and excited and enthusiastic than you were when you started. Physically, you might be tired. And you can also always see room for improvement. And that's because you care about it so much. If you don't care about something, you're going to get good enough and then just stop. But if you really care about something, you can always see the next nuance. You can always see a way to maximize it a little bit differently next time or a new way to experiment. And that's actually what I look for in teamwork quite often. I've got experience in lots of different areas of, after this many years of being on the planet. But when I meet someone who has a ton of ideas about which something I'm like, okay, I know how to do it. I'm good. And they're like, oh, we could do this and this. I'm like, aha. You have the passion and the skill. Let's bring you on board for this project. You're going to bring a lot more creativity to it than I will. It takes that presence of mind and the mindset to really appreciate your own unique ability. Where, what are those areas for you that you just have endless ideas for? And the areas where you're merely good enough. You know, we call that excellent or, you know, if you're competent at something. And it also takes really appreciating where you should not be doing something. And, and we use the word incompetent, which makes some people a little bit squirrely. However, it's when you know you that you have a unique ability, it's perfectly fine to admit when there's something that you should not be doing. Because when you put in the time and effort, you do not get the results. Messes happen. We procrastinate so long we don't do it. That's another form of incompetence. So really, really, really being clear on what you love to do and are best at, where you make the greatest contribution, is really powerful in terms of knowing what to say no to. We have had so many client stories, but a couple come to mind. One of our dear clients, Dave, people would ask him to be on boards quite a bit because he was in very technical industry and had been around for a long time, done some really breakthrough stuff, and everyone wanted him. Now, if you know Dave, you know that he's incredibly smart, very successful, I would say fairly short attention span, like a lot of us, not someone to sit through long, arduous board meetings and play politics. So he started having this, he said, you know, you want me, but you really don't want me. And he said, here's what it'd be like if I was on your board. He describes just how direct and perhaps disruptive he might be. And they're like, oh, maybe you're right. Can you just come and advise us on this one issue? He said, I'd be happy to. So he managed to negotiate his way out of that. But he became very clear, whereas before he didn't really have a criteria for what to say yes and what to say no to in this circumstance. So really being clear on what you love to do are best at, what you have mental energy for and what you don't can really keep you out of trouble. For me, the Colby profile, which I've talked about a lot, K-O-L-B-E.com, if you want to go get your own Colby A index. It's not a test. You cannot fail. So don't worry about that part. Well, one of the indications for me is that with regard to having mental energy for systems, for following through, for making lists and not losing them, out of a scale of 10, I'm a two. 
And when I do think of finishing or following through, it happens at the last minute for the shortest amount of time. So I now do not commit myself to those sorts of activities. I have a professional scheduler who manages me, manages all my time. And I love that. And we get a ton more because she's so much better at it than I am. And I am completely confident saying, I'm not good at that. You don't want me to do that. One of my other favorite lines is, my security clearance doesn't go that high. (laughs) And it allows me to be very confident in the areas where I know I'm strong and can create value and will create value, but also very humble in all of the other areas where I know I might be making a mess. Another example is a great client named Carl, who is just incredibly smart, very understated. And one of the things he did recently was make two large investments in people who are very different but complementary to him. And they were unique ability talents. He realized he could do it. He was certainly capable of it, but he wasn't passionate about it. And this investment had an 18 times multiple, which was... I don't know about you, but I think that's a pretty good return in a pretty short period of time. But at the beginning, that delegation looked pretty risky. He had to sell it to some other people. Within six months, he got that kind of return. That's really useful. I like knowing that kind of information. But again, he's had to say no to doing that type of work anymore. So this can turn into delegations. This can turn into hires. It can turn into just politely declining if that's what you need to do. And if you're not sure, and I'm one of these people who likes to answer quickly, and that's gotten me into lots of trouble over the years, sometimes it's just saying, buying yourself some time saying, you know what, I need to think about that. I have a lot else going on right now. And to do justice to your project, I really need to make sure that I can give it what it's due. Let me look at my commitments and responsibilities and I'll get back to you. Now, that's one way to do it that's very respectful, very kind, very honoring, and honest. And I think that's really, really key that you're honest with yourself. So the last thing I want to talk about with regard to the courage to say no is the word courage. Sometimes it's actually much, much, much scarier to say no than it is to say yes, especially if the person's important to you, if there's money at stake, if it's a personal relationship. I can think of lots of reasons why it might be hard to say no. And I realize that there's an emotional commitment that needs to be made. There's a commitment that needs to be made to a different bigger future for yourself. So you really do want to make sure that whatever you are saying yes to is a right fit, again, for your company, your family, and your future. That's where I think I usually find the courage. You say, this looks like a really interesting project. It's just not for me right now. And just know that that's a courageous act. (laughs) You're not doing something mean. You're not doing something, you know, untoward but that it takes courage. But first of all, you have to make that commitment. You have to make that commitment to yourself, to your company, to your team, to your family. Again, to yourself is the most important one. And that once you've done that, then it's much easier to take that step into courage. But I want you to appreciate that that is a commitment that needs to be made, and then the courage will be much easier. I really like how we talk about it in our four C's model. And please feel free to check out our four C's little book. It's really a great way to understand about commitment, courage, and how that leads you to increased capability and then increased confidence. In the two examples I gave about people who were able to say no, it felt very, very, very scary in the moment to decline an opportunity or to hire these new people. But the capability that came out of that and the freedom 
We're big on freedom of time for people, which leads to freedom of money, freedom of relationship, and freedom of purpose. In order to do that, sometimes you have to say no, and out of that comes this amazing level of confidence. I think it's important for teams to be able to say yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. And knowing what's not right or inappropriate for you and for your company is really, really, really important. So this would be a very interesting conversation to have with your team. Ask them what it's hard to say no to. Is it hard to take on extra work when someone asks them to do that? Is it hard to cover up if someone's not pulling their weight? Is it hard to decline even in an area that they know they don't have a ton of mental energy for that will cause them an enormous amount of stress. I hear this all the time. In fact, I heard it today. So again, I want you to go back and share this with your team, share this with your family, because again, I think it takes courage to say no, and we don't appreciate that sometimes. We think it should be easy. We should just say no unequivocally, or there's something wrong with saying no, and we need to figure out how to handle that gracefully. So I hope our conversation today has been useful. Again, There's more great ways on how to say no gracefully on our September 21st, 2016 podcast. So please go back and check that and focus in on your unique ability. Really get clear on your goals because that will make it much easier to know what to say yes to, what to say later to, and what to say no to. As always, thank you very much for listening and here's to your team success. Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes, and we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach Program for Entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more Team Success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.